What's up? What's up? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Donnie's Thoughts, episode 20. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Donnie. And today, tonight, wherever you are in the world, I want to thank you for listening, tuning in, supporting, subscribing, sponsorship, whatever you do for my podcast it is greatly appreciated and i'm sending nothing but positive vibes your way you know what i'm saying but uh not because i was going to say you got it i mean but yeah that's that's on my my oakland you know what i mean the bay area so when, when i say you got it i mean i'm feeling real tupac-ish real bay area like you know what i'm saying and, uh, yeah, so that's what it is. I got to show love to all my supporters because, hey, you know, without you guys, I would still be me. And I, I wouldn't care if I had just one listener. But to know that I have listeners, I, I got to show my appreciation. You know what I'm saying? So. Big up to you guys. I, I, I really do appreciate the love, you know, and that's something that I'm going to always show. Um, it's a few things that I, you know, was thinking about today that ran across my mind, as always, and I'm going to just let it out. Now, I may not. I guess I got to give a disclaimer. Uh, I'm not here to promote hate. I'm not here to promote violence. All I'm here to do is promote awareness and positivity, but you got to understand it's a whole lot lot of negative shit that has happened and that is continuously happening, excuse me, in our neighborhoods, in our community, just all over the world, you know. It's a different struggle, you know, around the world, but it's a struggle, you know. So I just got to give that disclaimer. I'm not here to to promote any negativity, just here to create awareness and, you know, spark a conversation, right? I love people, but I love my people also. And I, you know what I mean? Like. I'm going to speak my mind and and hope that my people can change, right? But uh, I want to start off the show. So as you all know, I'm from Chicago, right? And I've been to various places in the United States. And what I have come to understand, right, uh, when we were fighting for segregation, that fucked us up in a way, right? Because Chicago, like many cities, and this is a big city, is very segregated, right? You have uh, Chinatown, you have a Polish neighborhood. You know, you have a Caucasian area, you know what I mean? 
you got a Mexican area, you know, and then you got a black area. Now, what's crazy is, out of all those areas, the only time, and they could be poverty-stricken areas, the only time you hear somebody say, oh, we in the ghetto, is when they in the black neighborhood. Ain't that shit crazy? So, like, a person would be like, oh, man, we in the Mexicans' neighborhood. Or we we in we in the white folks neighborhood or we 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 in uh what what, what them Chinese people be right, you know what I'm saying? Uh it'll be some negative racial slur. But li- understand what I'm saying. When you get to the black neighborhood, they always say the ghetto, the ghetto. Now you go go to Chinatown, right? I mean, the China, Chinatown here, it just looked like a, a busy area in the city. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying it's a neighborhood with a picket fence and all that shit. Like, it, it's graffiti on the walls and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's Chinatown. But they don't say, oh, the ghetto. But as soon as you hit the area where it's predominantly black, they call it the ghetto. And I noticed they do that in other cities. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to talk about the city that I'm in because this is where I experience most of it, most of, you know, life, right? So with that being said, I wondered why in the middle of Englewood we would have a predominantly white police force. Yeah, it's black police officers, right? And I'm saying there's a nice number, but does it match white law enforcement? No, it doesn't, right? Because throughout this city, in the black neighborhoods, it seems to be more non-black law enforcement than white, okay? And I always wondered, with all the police shooting going on, the police brutality, when the white cops are shooting at unarmed black teenagers, black men, and in some cases here in Chicago, black women, what are they thinking, right? Like, are they jumping out with their guns out, you know, ready to shoot because... We don't look like them, right? So they are following stereotypes like, oh, they're black. They got to be up to no good. They probably have a gun, probably this, probably that. They think of all the negative possibilities, right, that they could possibly think of, all the negative stereotypes to hop out ready to use force, ready to take somebody's life, right, a black life. You never hear about this shit. Let's just say it's a suburb, and I used to live in this suburb, Naperville. I moved out to Naperville because I thought, you know, it's fucked up. But, yeah, I thought, like, okay, this would be a a better place for my kids to, you know, go to school, feel free. And at that time, 
I was one of those individuals who wanted to be surrounded by what I thought was success. I said, if you surround yourself with success, you can be successful. And at that time, I'm thinking, well, shit, all these white people out here in these two, three million dollar homes and, you know, all this shit. I thought, hey, this this is where I need to be. I was able to afford, you know, paying rent out there. So why not? Right. Why, why, why stay in the hood and, you know, feel like, oh, shit, my kids finna go to this school. They finna have to worry about this, worry about that. All kinds of shit I was thinking, right? Because I knew how it was for me growing up, you know? So I moved out there. And let me tell you, when I could count how many black police officers are on the staff out in Naperville, right? You gotta you gotta think how, why is it like that? Right? In these suburbs where it's predominantly white, these cities where it's predominantly white, the police force reflects that area. But not in my, not in Chicago, not in my Chicago, right? And so then you gotta wonder, somebody who's probably in law enforcement uh, say, well, black people got a thing with the police and not enough black people apply to be like police officers, you know? because they don't like the police. Which brings me back to the whole civil rights thing, right? Um, You know, that era of black people, that's what they was fighting for. They wanted us to have the same opportunity as white people. But now, fast forward to now, it's like, what the fuck? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Because maybe it could be something where we have black police officers, a majority of black police officers in the black neighborhoods, and things would probably be different because maybe we would look at them as uh, people of respect, of authority. Because you can't say that that's not what it can't, that couldn't be done because look at it. You got the the pastors running around here ripping people off, and people still respect them in their congregation. Their congregation is say pastor, you can't do that in front of pastor. They got some invisible authority. Motherfuckers would be thinking like, well, shit, I ain't finna do this around pastor because, you know, this is supposed to be a man of God. Now imagine if you know we respected, you know. Uh, the law like that, like people, you know, that were practicing, you know, uh, that kind of law where they, you know, where you see a police officer that looks like you and you probably want to think twice about doing some dumb shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he, it, you're letting him down and also, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't want to be like, man, fuck that cop especially if he looks like you. And that cop is probably not going to say, oh, um, there goes five niggas with dreads. They got to be up to something. Let me go over there and fuck with them. That's not going to be the response. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I think if, in, especially in our cities and cities like Chicago, I mean, especially in my city and cities like Chicago, excuse me, if some 
if law enforcement look like you, that's the beginning of starting a rapport. When you try to talk to these non-black police officers, they come in with the disrespect. They're trying to agitate you. They're trying to do, say whatever they can to get aroused at you so they can have an excuse to book you, so they can have an excuse to shoot you, whatever the case may be. They're not trying to build a rapport with you as a black man. You could just be outside. They're going to have an issue because they think that you're doing, that you're up to no good. You know what I'm saying? You could be by yourself. Not not doing nothing at all, living in this city, you being black and a man, you you have got harassed by the police. You see what I'm saying? And the black police officers that are on the police force, they're trying to fit in, so they can't show you no slack in front of their 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 white officer because if they do, it's gonna be like oh. He's trying to, you know, uh, he's not putting his badge first. You know what I'm saying? He's putting his color, you know, before the badge. We all bleed blue. You see what I'm saying? So it's like they got to do their best to, you know, show that they're colorblind. You see what I'm saying? But if it was a predominantly black, black police force, it would be different. And let me say this. Right, so I got a son and a daughter, and the thing is, I I tell them, well, when they were younger, I would tell them, be what you want to be, and I would say, you know, there's nothing wrong with being in law enforcement. You want to be a police officer, be a police officer. You you see what I'm saying? Because I mean, well, I don't know what the parents. Well, I'm a parent of today. But I think like a parent of yester, yesterday because I tell my kids they could be whatever they want to be. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't say you could. I don't be like you should be a doctor or a lawyer. I I, I let them know is other shit that you can do with your life, and one of those things are being a police officer. Be a police officer, right? Like get involved because guess what? If you say you want to be be a police officer, it'll be more people, right, that'll be like, oh, shit, uh, you want to be a police Well, shit, maybe I could be a police officer. What's wrong with being a police officer? Absolutely nothing. There is nothing wrong with being a law-abiding citizen. But in our community, we tend to promote being criminals, right? And that's fucked up. You had people, right? And I, I'm, I wasn't for, I'm all for segregation, because I think it would have benefited us in the long run. But you have people marching, you have people dying to get rid of segregation, and this is what we do with it. You ever wonder how come when you hear names like O'Reilly, uh, Peterson, you know, shit like that. It, they 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 work for the city, you know this that and the other. It, it's hard for black people to get jobs in for the city. There are more is more white people working for the city than there are black people, and that's in the city of Chicago. And I want to jump off the 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 bridge here and say that's in most cities, 
right? It's harder to get those kind of jobs. These white people came over here like the Irish. There, there are more Irish police officers across the United States than I could name. But I'm saying it's like you you hear certain names and you're like, oh, shit, you know, like they're probably a police officer, a firefighter or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that for a reason, you know? What I notice, what the Chinese do, right, when they come over here, they'll get in these, like, you know, Chinese food shops or whatever. They'll have these little Chinese stores or whatever. It'll be that one person who made the sacrifice, and they probably didn't want to do that, rent a Chinese restaurant, but they knew that someone had to make that sacrifice in the family in order for, like, they they didn't, like, give their siblings, like, options. No, no, no. You are going to be a, a fucking scientist, and we're going to put this money for you to be a scientist. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Because if you notice, they get, like, them nail shops and all that shit, but they're taking that money and they're reinvesting it in their their community, first of all, and their families. You see what I'm saying? So they'll say, oh, okay, we can get like a, a Chinese like dental clinic going on. You know what I'm saying? So my cousin who went to school to be a dentist, he can work here, you know, when he's done with school. You know, like... They think like that. That's why they could be self-contained. And I'm not saying that they don't have one up on us because the thing is with them, although the Chinaman worked on the railroad and shit like that here and it was tough labor, they were still allowed to keep their culture. For some reason, out of all the immigrants that were brought here, whether legally or illegally, they're able to keep their culture. We were brought here illegally. We were taken they stole us, right? But for some reason, they didn't. And I repeat, they didn't want us to keep our culture. And that's the thing. The, the Chinese and all them other people, they still were able to keep their culture. For us as black people, they didn't want us to keep our culture. Why is that? I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it's because... We're fucking powerful. You see what I'm saying? We're powerful as fuck. And they wanted to strip that away from us also. They wanted to reprogram the way that we thought. They wanted us to walk around. Every day you see me, man, my chest is out. My head is up. You see what I'm saying? But they use, and I, I look people dead in their eyes. They use, they, they, they trained uh, uh, us to look down, don't look them in the eyes, and shit like that. For a motherfucker to say that they a pimp and be talking to a black woman the way that they do, had them out here selling their body. I ain't saying this by force, but I'm saying it's a lot of manipulation. You might as well say you a slave driver, my man. You ain't no different than the motherfuckers. That was in the field beating motherfuckers. Talking about some, hey, boy, you eyeballing me? That's the same thing a pimp say to a girl. Like, bitches, you eyeballing me? Like, 
everything that we do negative to our own people, we got from them. Y'all do realize that, right? Y'all do realize that. Everything negative that we do to each other, we got from them. They taught us how to beat our kids. They taught us how to kill each other. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. You think in Africa at that time when they stole us, you think people was hanging each other in Africa? Huh. I don't know, man. I'm sure people were killing people because we're all humans and that for some reason they tend to forget that. They want to label us as the fucking savages and all that other shit but every race right around the world has it's it's a, it's violence everywhere you can't go nowhere where it's not violent but all I'm saying everything that we do negative to each other we got that shit from now I, I, I just want to throw that out there for you we got that shit from now but anyway right back to my point all these other people were able to keep their culture but us. So when they come over here and they have these little towns and things like that, they prosper because they're able to rely on each other. That's something that was stolen from us, especially when they got rid of segregation. Because now we're thinking, and I thought this, right? Okay. The black neighborhood is the ghetto, and there's nothing good amongst anything that's all black. Because I can show you for a fact, I can take you to areas where you would think there are more black people, but if there's a trace of white people there, that area is not going to be the same. Like High Park, for example. High Park, as compare High Park to Inglewood. There are white people in High Park. The uppity, like, yip, uh, hippie white people. So, it's a little different in High Park. The police presence, the law enforcement presence, is a little different in High Park. They're visible. Now, you go to Englewood. No white people. So... <laughs> You is less police presence there. It looks horrible there, right? So wherever there are white people at, things tend to be a little different. And you can come here, you can look out in your neighborhood and see, right? That it's always gonna be like that because this is their America, right? So if we took advantage of shit like, okay, Telling our kids, look, being in law enforcement, it's all right. It's all right to be in law enforcement. Are the police now fucked up? Yes. But the only way we can change that is if we get involved in that system. Can you imagine if a bunch of motherfuckers went to school for law enforcement that happened to be black? I'm talking about... Tens of thousands, 60,000, 70,000 people in each big city that you could think of went to school for law enforcement and said, you know what, I want, I'm going to be a police officer. Can you, do you know how drastic 
shit would change. It would change on a real, like, scale. It would be like, oh, shit, why are all these black people joining the police force? They, I can guarantee you they would come up with a way to stop that. Because then it'll be like, wait a minute. These niggas is trying to actually police themselves. We can't have that. I guarantee you they would come up with a way to debt all that shit. But nobody wants to be a police officer. Do you understand my point? You know what I'm saying? And that's fucked up. Why fight for something and not actually go through with it? Not actually take advantage of what your ancestors done fought for? You see what I'm saying? It makes no sense. And another thing that doesn't make any sense, right? How come, and I think I brought this up uh, on one of my episodes before, but it it goes hand in hand with what I'm talking about now. How come, let's just say Michael Jordan, right? The black Michael Jordan was investing into prisons. What would make that so bad? The motherfuckers don't commit crimes? Listen, criminals are black, white, uh, Mexican, Asian. Criminals are all race, colors, and creeds. Doesn't fucking matter. So, you fought for segregation, right? A black man owning a prison is fucked up? Hmm. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. If I had the the money and the opportunity to open up a prison, would I open up a prison? Yup. I sure would. I sure the fuck would. Why not? So that money is only supposed to be available for white people. They're only supposed to have that job. Do you see how that sounds? Like, think about it. Motherfuckers were saying, don't support Jordan because he's... He invested in the prisons. Oh, okay. You see how you see how we fuck each other up? That don't make any sense. Think about it for a second. So the only people that can own prisons are our oppressors. Yeah. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Let's let's keep giving them that power. <laughs> hey man. The white man owned the prisons, so we gonna fill them up. Does that make any fucking sense? Oh, Jordan, uh, yeah, he's black, and why would a black man want to invest in a prison? If you don't get the fuck out of here, like that don't make any sense. Just think about that. You telling me <laughs> the white people is supposed to own the prisons? A black man shouldn't do that. Man, that sound dumb. That sound dumb. And to be honest with you, if I did own a prison, it would be a different kind of prison, though. Because I really believe in uh, rehabilitation, right? Um, And since it would be a private prison, uh, I would run it differently. I wouldn't uh, accept any rapists or any pedophiles. Right. Uh, But in my prison, 
right? I would accept drug dealers, uh, murderers, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, you know, the, the, the people that rob people and all that other shit. Yeah, they would definitely come to my prison. You know, white or black, because um, I believe that everyone deserves a second chance. But how do you, how do you re rehabilitate somebody by treating them like an animal? Right? You can't re rehabilitate nobody. And I believe these prisons that they have now promote homosexuality. Right? There's no reason for a man to take showers in front of like other men. There's no reason for that, right? They have the technology and the capability to build a prison that could hold six, seven hundred people, all with working showers in their cell, right? But hey, I don't know. We live here. This is the place where they stole people from other countries, uh, Africa, and put us on ships, small confinements on top of each other, shit and piss everywhere. So. That's how they look at prison. You know what I'm saying? But here, in this day and age, black people won't support you if you're black and you open up a private prison. But the white man, he's supposed to be in charge of the prisons. Great, right? That makes no fucking sense. But anyway, I'm just saying, they fought for segregation uh, and they won, right? Because guess what? People don't have to sit at the back of the bus. Uh, and it's funny. I remember being in high school, and uh, it was an older person on the bus. And, yeah, I was doing just like everybody else. I was walking my ass to the back of the bus, and it was plenty of the seats, plenty of the seats in the front, right? The old man goes, you know, I marched so you could sit up here with me. <laughs> and me at the time I think I was like 14 I was young and thugging right being ignorant right I'm just looking like yeah alright you know what I mean the back is better you know my dumb ass was saying that like stupid right but to this day that's what happens the only time a motherfucker sit in the front is when there are no seats in the back it's kind of like school Everybody wants to sit in the back. Nobody wants to sit in the front, right? Except for the kids who want to pay attention. It, it's weird how that works, right? But that's where we are as a people. We, our ancestors, you know, that were here, because my ancestors were in Jamaica at the time of civil, civil rights happening here, uh, you know, they were fighting for that. They were fighting for segregation, you know, to be ended. And this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? And for a minute, when I moved from Chicago to Neighborville, right, I had lost uh, a few friends, you know what I'm saying, at the time because they were like, why, nigga, why you move way out there with all them white folks? You know what I'm saying? Like, you turning your back on the hood. And I'm like, what the fuck, right? Isn't that what the civil rights movement was for? So we could, like, live anywhere? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, shit. I want to keep stepping out and and seeing junkies here. Uh, yellow tape good. Yeah, that's what I want to see. You know? 
Like, I, that's what I want my kids to see. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you, I, this is what my thought process was. I, I was thinking, hey, when you are around success, you're going to be successful. If I'm around murder and violence all the time and, and quick money schemes all the time, that's what you're going to feed into, you know? But at that time, I, I wasn't, the light hadn't been shined on, not in me yet to be like, you know what? This is my neighborhood. Change is going to start with me. You know what I'm saying? Let me show my fellow brother, you know what I'm saying, my fellow sister, how we can start change, you know, little by little, instead of moving out there with them white folks. Because I moved out there, it was hell. I was getting harassed by the police. Because, believe me, when you move to a predominantly white suburb and it's a handful of black people, oh, the police know. You know what I'm saying? Especially looking the way I look, they, I, I should have known I was going to get harassed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't do myself any justice. And let me tell you, just because it's a white school, they do not give a fuck about them black kids. You know what I'm saying? They try to group the black the black kids together. They try to say this and that. You know what I mean? Because they 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 want to fuck up their confidence. That I noticed that's what white people do in the school system with with black kids. Especially when they're at a predominantly white school, all they want to do is fuck up them kids' confidence. You see what I'm saying? So when I started to, you know, understand this, when I started to step into the light, you know, or should I say darkness, uh, I was like, it's time to go back to the city. Fuck the dumb shit. You see what I'm saying? Because I'd rather be around my, my people, you know, instead of being around these people. Because any chance they get, and especially if you ain't trying to conform to be the yes a master type nigga, they definitely going to try everything and anything in their power to, you know, fuck you over in some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? So, no, we don't have to run to their neighborhoods. We don't have to run to none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But we have the ability to make our neighborhoods better if if we start to appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you want to know what's crazy? Check this out. You go to any neighborhood, any black neighborhood in the United States, and somebody will be like, oh, this is my block. A, 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 a black man or woman will be like, oh, this is my block. You know what I'm saying? My block. Don't own the block at all, right? That's the city's block. People have died for that block. Like, they'll tell you, like, my partners done died for this block. Blah, 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 blah. All that, that gang gang shit, right? And the, the block looks horrible. So you mean to tell me you're willing to die for this shit? For you're willing to die for these abandoned-ass buildings and houses on this block, right? You're willing to die for that. This is what you claiming with so much pride man it's this my block right it's my block this is what you're willing to die for all right how about this 
How about if you willing to pridefully scream this your block and you ready to die for this shit? You ready to lose your freedom for this shit? How about you take care of it? How about you do that first before you die for it? Right? How about you say, you know what? Man, let me cut the grass. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me do some cosmetic shit to my block. It's enough of us to do it, right? Because this is always about 10, 12, 15 people on this block. We're all capable of just doing minor cosmetic shit. Nothing serious. Hey, you know what? This look looks like it needs some paint right here. Hey, I, I'm out here every day talking about I'm getting money. I could afford to buy some paint, right? You know what I mean? Like, you'll have a junkie wash your car. I, I can guarantee you it's, it's some people that smoke that know how to paint. You could easily, easily be like, hey, man, I'll give you this and that. You paint this house for me. Easily do that. Hey, look, you can get some new windows in your house because, look, you done bought a, a, a pair of shoes that cost $3,000, $4,000, right? Man, so that's nothing, right? Because you did that twice in one week, right? <laughs> you, you can get new windows, you know what I'm saying, on that house right there for the same amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You see, what, you, you see where I'm going? But niggas don't think like that. <laughs> niggas is willing to die for a block that they don't own you know what I'm saying they take pride in saying that's where they from so you take pride in saying basically you from the fucking dumpster that's what you take pride in saying like you're, like, yeah this is my hood my block yeah, it's, it's the ghetto that's where I'm from and I'm happy yes sir massa thank you <laughs> you know what I mean like man that's crazy man and just on a on a lighter note not even a lighter note you you want you, you do you understand how powerful we are i'm going to give you something real simple think of this right all the names that black people have that are in the united states in the caribbean if it's some shit like johnson davidson some shit like that smith whatever the fuck those are black names. Those are uh, slave names. We got it from our slave masters, right? Check this out. <laughs> Do you realize we take shit over? Even on the simplest level. And we don't even pay attention to that. Now, nobody from Africa had the last name Jackson. When you hear somebody named Jackson, you instantly think of a black person. Do you realize that belonged? to a white man <laughs> the Jacksons they were like white people at one point in time but if you hear somebody named Steven Jackson right now you're going to be like oh they black <laughs> like, like even Andrew Jackson the motherfucker that's on the $20 bill if you heard that name right now you'd be like oh he black he probably likes skin like, like I guarantee you that's how powerful we are. We can take shit over and make it ours. Like that belongs to some white people and they're not even a thought no more. Think about it. When you hear like a last name like Jackson, you think of a black person. That shit crazy, man. Listen, 
I drop jewels every time, and I hope that you guys grab them, run with it, put your own spin on it, say say it belongs to you. I don't give a fuck. As long as you, as long as you are helping me create awareness amongst our people. I love everybody, but I love my people. You understand me? I love my brothers. I love my women. I love you all. You understand what I'm saying? We go through a lot. We've been through a lot, past and present and future. But we can make the future different. We can make the future different. Don't let them dictate what we can do. They cannot limit us to just entertainment. They cannot limit us to doing regular shit. We are kings and queens. Understand that. We are the start. We are the head of everything. Every color comes from us. It has to start black first. You understand that? We. We are the kings and queens of this earth. Their religion came from us. You can do your research. Everything that they got came from us. That secret society shit, that came from us. Understand that. Most of their secret society shit, they copied what was going on in Egypt. Do you understand? It all came from us. You know how people be like, oh, you wouldn't be nothing without me. That's all I'm saying. That's how powerful we were then. And we can be that powerful now. Yeah, it takes some time. Because, man, we we all got a fucked up way of thinking. We all do. It'll take some time for us to come together like that. But it got to start somewhere. Get the dumb shit. Get that fantasy world up out of your head. And let's, let's start anew. Let's create our own shit. I ain't talking about, man, we got to... You ever notice the motherfuckers in the conscious community all look a certain way? Man, we ain't got to do that. I don't want to look like them motherfuckers, man. I don't want to dress like them. I don't want to fucking use shea butter. Like, like that's that's cool. Get it. Do what you do. I don't want to do that. We don't all have to do that. But what we all have to do is come together and understand that we all can be great you know, could I could, could, could I be like Martin Luther King? No. But I can be like Donnie, and I can be the greatest I can be that way. You see what I'm saying? We all ain't got the same talents. But we all have talents. Believe me when I tell you. And we can all take that and turn it into greatness. You, you, do you follow me? So let's be great. You understand? And as I say... At the end of every episode, and will continue to say, in order for your light to shine, you have to be in the darkness. Stay dangerous.